You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, it's been a little bit. It, it has. Um, you're wearing a watch, which is throwing me off. I always wear a watch. I don't remember. That's how long it's been. So anyways, uh, <laughs> quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, thanks, Addies, for your logo. Um, <laughs> High Peaks Aerial Imagery, appreciate you. And then Queen City Creative Works, nice job. All right, so... Perfect. I'm just kidding. We got a lot to talk the, about today. Uh, we do. Um... Queen, Queen City Creative Works, if you want to buy branded merchandise from us, please go to their homepage at queencitycreativeworks.com, scroll down to the bottom, and then you'll see our logo and shop now, click the button, and then you can pick up coasters, uh, bottle openers, or water bottles. They are great, and they are branded, made by hand, and then shipped out to you, so definitely look into that if you want to keep supporting two businesses at the same time, killing two birds with one stone, except nothing dies. Feeding uh, two birds with one scone. It's a real phrase now. High Peaks is a marketing-based company that can help your company's image get enhanced via drones. So if you are interested in working with High Peaks and you want to capture your business inside and out by using first-person drone footage, please reach out to them and they can set something up with you. They do a lot of recording. And they also have a lot of side projects as well where they're just trying to capture as much of Buffalo as possible under their umbrella. Uh, and then Addie's logo. Thanks, Addie's. That's all you get. That's all you get. So You get Wednesday and Thursday. Shut up. Moving forward, um, our housekeeping items for the week. We have our Buffalo Happy Hour Irish Whiskey collaboration with the Addie's as well as Clonic Kilty Distillery. Did it's- you feel these labels yet? Yeah. These labels are prime. Yeah, they're sick. Our, uh, I'm sorry, the bottle, before I got really interrupted, is now available <laughs> at Addie's, located on transit in Williamsville, in between Wegmans and Home Goods, up the road a little bit from Neat, which is what I say every week for those who are here. Um, the head distiller from Clonic Kilty was in town and hand-signed about 18 bottles, and the first 18 pre-orders got that... Uh, as 27. A, oh, I, I got gotcha. you. 18, yeah. Yep, as an added benefit uh, before I got really interrupted again. As well as we signed 27 to 28 bottles total as well. So we just wanted to get you guys something special to keep that was noteworthy. The additional label 
came with your bottle. Um, and then if you were not a pre-order and you're buying it in store, make sure you ask for that sticker at checkout. And then if you want, when you're home, you can then place the sticker on top of the existing sticker from Clonic Guilty and you are all set. They are about 60 bucks a bottle. And then if you are within the state of New York and want to get it shipped to you, then they can do that via their app. So head on over to the Addie's Fine Wine and Spirits app on your phone, download it, pay for the bottle in full, and then make sure your birth date is up to date so that they know that you're above the legal age limit and you are all set. So hopefully next time we won't have to do this whole sticker thing and we can just give the labels to the next distillery that we're working with to put it on themselves. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make it work. So a bunch, of stuff, a bunch of stuff in the works, uh, but yeah, we're excited. So other housekeeping things, I'm back in town from a work trip that was out of state. And then you're leaving me again. And then I have to go back. So cheers. But a lot of things in the work outside of the podcast regarding personal life, which leads us right into our useless fact, as well as our discussion for this week's weekly episode. Except for the fact that we have to basically cram still for the next, like, four weeks because you leave me this time sure on do. a spree-of-the-moment vacation, which, good for you, you definitely deserve. Um, and that's not being sarcastic. Well, thanks, bud. The Okay, so today's use of fact. Two-thirds of full-time employees say they have experienced burnout at some point in their career. Workplace burnout is becoming increasingly more common, and 36% of workers state that their organizations have nothing in place to help stave off employee burnout. So there's a bunch of demographics that we can get into, and now we're going to freeze because this thing is full, which is not a big deal because uh, it's not that cold out. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. I don't want you fumbling over recording equipment with water. There we go. Okay. So, uh, as I was before I got really interrupted again <laughs> for the third or fourth <laughs> time so far, and we're five minutes in. Are we recording? Uh, okay. So, women are more likely to suffer burnout than men, and that's because women use their brain way more than men. That's a fact as well, another useless fact. But as I'm getting into it, um, I started reading a bit more about mental burnout and causes and effects and then solutions. So cause and effect, 57% of workers feel that they are required to give 24-7 accessibility to their employers, which is wild to me because we've always heard generally that Americans are overworked, mm -hmm. where it's now a part of our culture and norms to ask somebody how work was opposed to how are you to start a conversation. So – uh, employees who feel unsupported by their managers are 70% more likely to experience burnout. And when it comes to solutions, the first one that is listed is allowing flexible working hours as one of the most effective ways to help avoid employee burnout, according to 75% of senior HR leaders. 43% of employees suggest that their employers should encourage time off and offer mental health days to help combat burnout. Their uh, employees will then be 32% less likely to experience burnout when leadership assists them in managing their workload, and workers are 40% less likely to burn out if they have a strong ally at work, meaning you can delegate tasks and work with somebody. So uh, I bring this up because I fell victim to it, and it's not something that you generally openly talk about, but I don't care because I'm comfortable with that self. So basically what happened was... I started a new position. The podcast is obviously doing podcast things, i.e. very busy. Um, however, as you know, because you've known me for like a decade, you're smarter than me. So in that, you have a better ability to handle A, B, and C, but then also work through A, B, and C where I'm extremely task-oriented. And then I struggle with effective communication in which then leads to like defensive behaviors and or just complete shutdown and then just walking away, decompressing and then coming back and then crushing it. So what I used to do is just go on vacation, like just leave, turn off my phone, go away for a week, like not care, and then call it a day. Um, what ended up happening when I was gone on the work trip, 
was it was it was fantastic, right? Like it was great. There was a ton of good information being divulged to everybody in the room. Um, it was for those that don't know, it was basically a training for the position that I'm currently in. However, in that training, what I ended up doing was obviously networking with everybody else that's in my same position, but then I asked very constructive questions to figure out if I'm in the anomaly, if I said that correctly, or if I'm just totally normal and I'm just like Mm -hmm. weak. So come to find out, I'm an outlier and took way, way, way too much on. So to break it down with numbers, I was doing anywhere from 16 to 18 appointments a week at work. In which I found out that most people do 11 across the country. So it then bred a conversation of working smarter, not harder. Um, And then there was a bunch of sidebar conversations that were going on around me, which pissed me off because if we're supposed to be listening over here, then why are we doing this and distracting people over here? So then I, I was basically in my seat and I had a glass, right? So my brain is now a glass. And I was doing everything I could to just maintain a proper level within the glass, except things just kept getting piled into the glass. And then eventually the glass couldn't take it anymore. And then there was just like an overflow within the glass. So what I did was I mentally checked out and it was visibly obvious between my body language and then just my responses to people. So I'm like, I'm going to go take a walk. So I did like on lunch, I just left and walked around this compound that's, that they have in this giant industrial park and just walk through a, an empty warehouse. There was like two dudes working their normal jobs and I'm just walking around staring at things. <laughs> like, And they told us in the very beginning, they're like, no, 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 Like, we want you to kind of walk around, explore, see how we do things here, check out the layout. Oh, so it was uh, it was your company's warehouse. You were yeah. just walking into like- Correct. Yeah, just random warehouse to be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you run into a drug smuggling ring. You're like, what's right. going on? Just take it for a walk. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you Brian? So um, that's what I did. I ended up just kind of like checking out, doing my thing. And then again, this was – so this was March 15th, which for those that don't know, March 15th is a stressful day in of, in itself if you're a business owner because that's the state deadline to file taxes. So there was that. Then there was a single bear release the same day. Then there was work. Then there was talk about a lateral move within the company to a different position at work for me specifically. Plus there was stuff happening at home. Plus there were people buying sweaters. Then like – all of the individuals that were a part of the release for the single barrel were reaching out to me, even though I already said just text Derek, like all this stuff. And it was just, it was too much. It was just too much. So then I basically just like shut down. Like the robot just died in like every mechanical movie ever. Yeah. So that then led to a note, handwritten note, and I gave it to my manager who was next to me. And I said, I'm changing my schedule. Just like that? Yeah. And what I failed to do was take a second, think, think it through, have another conversation with her about it, which she would have loved. I mean, she's like a mom in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm changing my schedule. So then we get back to the room after the day of training or whatever. And I... Update my schedule in the computer software that we use at work. I email it to my manager and then the manager that runs the appointment center who dispatches me two calls. And I'm just like, here's the update. Like, whatever's already booked, I'll run no questions asked. But, like, from that point, like, wherever we are, which in this case, it was March 15th and we were booking um, April 1st. So it's a two-week gap, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, and, you know, just let me know when it's good. So they email back. They're just like, yep, you're fine. Like, we'll start. Um, your new schedule will go into effect March 31st. And I was like, perfect. I go to dinner um, after I knock out my to-do list. So I, I update my schedule, do my to-do list of just random thoughts that I had in my head, of like follow up with this person, quote this really quick, send this email out. I knock that out, go to dinner, have a great time at dinner and decompress. But everybody's just kind of like distant. And I'm like, okay. And then my manager goes, are you good? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm just working, but I'm fine. And she's like, okay. And then we get back from dinner. Everyone's still distant. But my roommate, who's also a prior service dude, just looks at me. And he was one of two, three, three, I mean, three people were just like, are you good? And he was the first one to notice it. And I'm like, 
what's up? And he goes, hey, man, welcome back. And I was like, oh, God. So then it just became this super in-depth, long conversation with him and my manager because she just, like, walked into my room, which was totally fine. Um, like, I, really, I was okay with it. We had a conversation until 1240 in the morning. Wow. And they're just like, what's going on? And I'm like, I just spilled the beans. I'm just like, I'm burned out. I can't do it. Like, I, there's just too much. I'm, there's projects at my house going on. I'm in the middle of a project at my house, the podcast, work, future work. Like, and it's none of it is bad. Every single thing is positive. It's just, I don't have the bandwidth to do everything at once anymore. And I'm just like shutting down. So I need to make a change. So then I had to basically divulge where. I'm so task oriented and so structured that when I slid the note saying I'm changing my work schedule, I already did A through F to plan for that. And then any gap in the schedule was already fixed and solved. So there was nothing for them to do. It was more of an an update. Like, this is my new life. (laughs) Like, deal with it. Right. Whereas it would have been better to finish the action before having a review of said action like that, where it was just immediate. So they're like there's a better way. And I'm like, I like, cause then it was like, this is why I want autumn leaf on because she would have been like, wow, we have work to do. Right. Because everything from my childhood was basically like it. Well, it is the reason, right? Just like everything else. It is the reason why I'm the way I am, which is super black and white structured mm-hmm. a through D don't mess around. That's it. So, we start going into it, and then they're just like, I didn't know any of that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. And they're like, why didn't you say something? I'm like, because I, I didn't know that I could, I guess. It was just very weird. So then I'm just like, I'm burned out. And it was the first time I've ever said it because I'm always just kind of like, oh, I'm tired today. Like, I'm mentally tired today. But no, we're smoked. Mm-hmm. So then it led, for the audience listening, it led to you and I having a conversation about how do we work smarter, not harder? Because it's the same thing at work. If I can give... Say an appointment, I have a 9, an 11, and a 1. What if I have a 10 and a 2? I see two people but spend more time with them, and now I have four hours between appointments instead of three. Mm -hmm. So now I can actually dive into all the person's problems, go through the process that I'm supposed to that work developed, and then have real honest conversations. And what the nation is showing data-driven is that when you spend more time with people, you close at a higher rate. And when you're commission-based, that's that's it. So you find a way to work smarter, not harder. So in de facto with us, we're like, how can we record for it to make sense, not only for us, but then our audience and then our upload schedule? So we're still working through that because like – I came home and then people flew up from South Carolina, which was, you know, the other aspect of the whole March 15th where I'm mm-hmm. just like in, you know, in a day, I got somebody showing up from South Carolina who's staying at my house all weekend. Like, is the house clean? Is it? In, and then all of that stuff, umbrellas underneath. So, which everything was fine. I mean, we had a blaster, like family in the first place. So you really don't have to clean. They don't right. care. But whatever. So long-winded way of saying there's going to be changes with the podcast. Deal with it because Derek and I are tired and it's been two and a half years of grind. And now we're just kind of like, you know what? I want to take a nap. Yeah. We've talked about this a couple <laughs> times before where we have these great ideas to improve or to create more content. And then we're like, that's a great idea. But you fail to realize how much behind the scenes work goes into making this idea come to fruition the first time and then you also are super weird both of you that you want to do this on a weekly basis for some reason so instead of doing okay let's try this idea out this month and then we'll see if it works next month we're like all in every thursday let's upload so things might be changing with an upload schedule we want to make sure that we're putting as much effort into each upload is possible instead of just checking boxes like instead of doing three appointments let's do two but spend more time with them same thing with this instead of doing four videos a week let's see if we can bring that back again and try to do three more quality videos a week or two like we have to vet this out obviously but that's basically our way of saying that we've experienced burnout and we need to be able to 
make some efficiencies internally with the podcast because we're not stopping. We just have to find a different way of us going about and making more use of our time. One of the biggest things with that is every time that we record, there's a setup and a breakdown time. It's like a half hour to set up, half hour to break down. So instead of wasting an hour each time we do a, a record, how about we like do one day, put all of the recording in one day. That way we only have an hour to waste across all uploads, but then we're more efficient with our recording schedule. So we're going to continue to work through some of this internally. But just so you know, if we do make an announcement coming up saying maybe Thursday episodes are going to be a little bit less frequent or something along those lines, or you see me in the same sweatshirt for like 17 Wednesday Whisker reviews, mind your business, I'm hammered at that time, but it's fine. We're just going to try to figure out a way to make things more efficient, and maybe we don't try as much like whiskey. We don't have to fill it up past the friggin' bubble in the whiskey class. We can actually do a legitimate tasting instead of, yeah, I'll just drink this during the episode. That's fine. <laughs> we fill it up to let the class fight. <laughs> but, yeah, so things in the works. Um, hopefully you're – not mad about that and you will appreciate more of a effort into the editing process because some of the things that we do we want to the whole thing with creating content for people to listen and to watch on youtube is creating entertaining content and not just you listening to us if you watched our most recent upload um yeah, because we're not going to record another one right now. But our most recent Thursday episode with Justin Hartman, who walked through the entire process of how to distill whiskey, that was fun. And that was like a content creation. And that was rolling over footage, over talking points, and doing all that stuff. Like that was a fun video to edit. It was a fun video for us to record. And it's different than us just sitting here being like, all right, our first whiskey that we really liked this year was Belvini. Okay, number two. Like it's just more exciting for everybody to hear a little bit more behind the scenes rather than just sitting us sitting here talking about our favorite whiskey. We'll still do that, but maybe we'll make it more of an entertaining episode rather than just running through a list with a number in there, you know? Agreed. So we'll figure it out. But So this is the first time that you ever actually felt burnt out or yeah. this is the first time that you've emphasized it to somebody? No, first time I ever felt it because, which I was told since I was about 15 – I need more whiskey. Can you grab that Fighting Irish? We got to get rid of this. The Fighting 69th. It's not, it's not getting rid of. It's just consuming well, we the rest finish of. It. Yeah, it's, we're we're getting pretty low on the supply there. Yeah, there's like yeah. We, we gotta, might finish it today, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a better week to finish it, bro. Sunday, St. Paddy's Day weekend, bro. Correct. So the I was told since I was a kid that I'm burning midnight oil and it's going to catch up eventually. Mm -hmm. And it did. So it caught up today um, or this past training schedule. So it's, it's a lot. I mean, there's, did you see like patterns leading up to it where you're like, like you said, I'm mentally tired, but in reality you were just reaching that breaking point. Anything else that stuck out to you that was is an indication that you were getting burnt out because i'm sure that there's people at home just like you and i that are super stubborn and we're like i'm not a bitch i'm not burnt out right but like what did you experience i mean i've i texted you like three weeks ago saying that i was burnt out so i'm in the same boat but like what did you experience that was like now looking back on it maybe that was an indicator that i was reaching that breaking point um shorter patience timer basically yeah shit then i've been getting burnt out for like four years well right but there's <laughs> but again i mean it's not like it took a long time for it to hit but that coffee wasn't doing it like i would have my coffee as a routine because i enjoy making coffee and drinking coffee and waking up but it took longer for me to just focus and i'm like there's something off like something isn't right i don't know why i'm not this dumb yeah i know that you know so it, it just took me a couple extra minutes did you resort to your phone as, um, like, a distraction at all or not really? No. the My <clears throat> default was just what's next on the list, what's next on the list, and then I just went task by task, which is what I always did. But when you relax, when you had time to not do anything, like at night when you're watching TV, where was your mind? Oh, I was a space cadet. Yeah. I was a total space cadet. It was bad. Um, so... The I'm trying to think of what else it was. Memory, my memory was shot. I couldn't remember anything, and I was like, I don't, I don't know why. Like my diet's clean. I don't 
none of this makes sense. Those were the biggest takeaways mm-hmm. looking back on it, if I could Monday quarterback the whole situation. But, yeah, so I came back from the training, and I already requested off, you know, months ago for this weekend to be off because I knew that they were coming up from South Carolina. Yeah. So I literally used it as a way to just not work, not think about work, not open my laptop, nothing, and go to the gym and just go work out, decompress, sleep in as much as I could, and just spend time with my dog. And, dude, Sam's behavior changed in this weekend, like visibly changed, where he's like super happy that I'm just like home more. Um and I'm not constantly gone or I'm only home for like 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, goodbye. And the gym feels great. My body's responding really well to it. My memory's kicking back. That's why I felt so bad when you texted me because I didn't get the text. That's why I felt so oh, bad because yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just like, what, what happened? And then you're like, did you get my text? I'm like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like now I don't feel bad because it's literally not my fault. Right. Like I, I straight up did not get what you sent because obviously I would have done that. Like it was just post about the bottles. Like that's simple. But – didn't get it. Yeah. And then it, you know, it was just kind of this thing where I'm just like, then I felt guilty. Then I felt really bad. And I'm like, all right, just go back on the elliptical. Cause I was at the gym. Oh yeah. And I was like, all right, just go back on the elliptical, just kind of zone out again. So I did like, I just, I changed the song and then went back on the elliptical and just zoned out. But it's, I don't know, dude, it was, um, it took me, I got back late Wednesday or whatever it was and woke up Thursday and I was legitimately foggy mentally for the first half of the day until about one, two o'clock in the afternoon, just complete fog. Couldn't wake up, had coffee, had breakfast, nothing. I just sat there and I was foggy. Couldn't remember anything. Did you have to work Thursday? No. Oh, nice. I was off Thursday, Friday, and then I worked. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, this morning, which it's Sunday afternoon now, but I work this morning because a woman had an emergency and we're doing work on her house this coming Wednesday. And there was no time for me to get to her because I already have appointments booked, obviously. So I'm like, there's, can I just come over Sunday morning? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So did that. But otherwise I didn't do anything. Um, updated some appointments on my calendar. I got home. I dumped my bag, my work bag. I dumped it and then repacked it, and then reorganized my bag, and I felt so much better because I had 10 minutes to do that. I drove and picked up dog food for Sam and got home and then put it downstairs and felt better because hmm. I had I had, I just had time to do things that have been on my mind for so long, but it's just been 16 appointments a week. Right. And then what people don't – it's not just going to someone's house, deducing what their problem is, presenting a solution, hopefully they buy and leave. Like – it's taking photos, it's updating all the paperwork, it's doing all the back-end work in the computer, it's staring at the computer, typing everything up, making sure that all the ducks are in a row, then it's doing follow-up. 16 appointments a week right. is in – there was no time – There was, and it stressed me out. Legitimately, there was zero time in my week to go for a be-back, which means I have to be back with this person at a later date for an engineering consultation because they have structural concerns that need to be solved with a private engineer. I couldn't go to those because I was like, I, they booked me. Like, I have to go to all these other appointments. And I felt awful. So luckily, the one time it was actually going to hinder me, 
um, the homeowner was like, I'm, I'm actually just going to hold off on the entire project. Like, I'm good. I'm just going to pay this off quick, and then I'll, like, revisit this this summer. I'm like, okay. So I yeah, I got a free bailout, you know, jail free card, but I'm like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So that I'm just like, this is it. So now I have one appointment on Monday, and then the rest of the day is open for engineering consultations, follow-up, just go home and just work. But none of it really matters now because I'm laterally moving within the company, and I'm not doing. I'm not going to run around. That's I just good. go to the office, and if I run around, it's me going to like job sites and things. It's it's just part of my job. But right. like at four o'clock, I go home, and I'm like, oh my god! It won't I'm be that easy. So though. excited! You'll still be plugged in for some for some parts of it. I know you. Uh, well, a hundred percent. But it's not what it's, you're doing now. Yeah, it's yeah. not even remotely close to what it is now. So I'm super excited for that. Yeah, for me, the whole burnout thing with me. I was noticing myself on my phone more. People think that you're on your phone means that you're bored and like you're not like entertained with anything, but it was literally just like an escape to not think about anything. I'm scrolling through my phone and I'm not even like registering what I'm scrolling through. It's just something to do to like empty my mind. That was my biggest thing is like I was just sitting there just like mindlessly scrolling and not even absorbing any of the information that I was looking at. When is when's your big test for work? This Friday. Okay. The 20... It's the end of the week, right? Friday, yeah. I don't even know what date it is. 26th? 25th. 25th. Yeah, so, I mean, that kind of has been a little bit of stress, but it's not really, like, that big of stress. It's mostly just trying to prioritize everything with work and the pod. That's really been my thing. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird concept being burnt out because you don't want to admit that you're burnt out because you feel like, for some reason, that's too beta to say... But it's a it's a real thing, and it has nothing like you can't control it when you're there. Yeah, no, it's just something that you have to deal with, and then think internally: how can I make efficiencies with what I'm doing now? Because I'm not going to just we're at this point where we have too much on our we have so much on our plate that we can't just say off with you. I'm avoiding this. Like you, you can't do that. So you have to look internally, which is something that I've been so fortunate at being able to do once I recognize that I'm burnt out is to develop efficiencies and recognize that I'm at this point and we have to start building some efficiencies in order for us not to get to this point again within the next six months. For me, I don't necessarily feel like burnout is a bad thing. I feel like burnout is a, the act itself is bad because you're mentally exhausted and you feel like you're gone. Like that whole aspect itself is bad. But reaching a breaking point isn't necessarily bad because then you can internally think how you can improve or alter or change or make efficiencies within your life to not hit that breaking point as easily next time. Like I, I don't necessarily always think of it as a bad thing. It's just an opportunity to me. It's a it's it's a pivot point. Yeah. It's a pivot point or I'm sorry. It's a pivot opportunity. Mm-hmm. So Again, getting back to the whole effective communication piece. Because if you never reach that breaking point or that mental exhaustion point, you would be continuing to do things inefficiently and never – it's hard for you as a person to look back on things that you do and self-correct when you're not at some sort of breaking point. Mm -hmm. Like if you just go through the day and you don't have any struggles, you're not mentally exhausted, you're never going to look at your process or how you conduct your day-to-day activities and say, should I be changing things? So that's why I don't really think that reaching that breaking point is like an end-all be-all. It's more of an opportunity to be like, okay, I know that I don't want to go there again, so how can I change my life going forward so I don't get there? And how can I make efficiencies in my day-to-day activity so I don't get to that point and I can continue doing what I'm doing but more efficiently? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's – it's a struggle bus, man. Hell it's yeah. just a huge struggle bus. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a wonderful summer. And fifteen minutes. Just kidding. It's been thirty. Nailed it. Crushing it. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, even still, right now, I'm still tired. Yeah. And that's not because I had to go to the airport at five a.m. to drop them off. Like it's I'm just smoked. Yeah. So I developed OCD when I was like reaching my breaking point. That's one of the indicators that I was like, you know what? 
maybe something's going on here. I've never had OCD in my life, but I was continuous. Like you made fun of me for it and I'm not yelling at you. I think it's funny. I always like when people make fun of me, but I was thinking that I never remember to close my door. So I'd always like come back around to make sure that I closed my door because I was scared of my dog getting out. So previously when I first moved into this house, the door, my storm door, Cleo could just like hit it with her nose and it would open. So if I never close the actual wooden door behind it, she can just get out. And then my whole thing was like, I'm scared that she's going to go outside and she's going to be freezing because it's negative four in Buffalo. And she's going to be shaking, looking at the door like, why can't I get inside? You know, something like that. So I would develop OCD where I could not remember if I closed the door or not. And it's like, dude, you did. Like, it's it's a habit at this point. You close the door. You never left it open. So I don't know why you're nervous of this now. But I was just so mentally drained that I was just not remembering the small things that I do all the time. And it was just giving me OCD. Like, did I do this? I forgot. And that, that was, to me, one of the points where I'm like, I'm reaching some sort of breaking point because I can't remember the simple things that I am constantly doing every week, every day. But I can't remember if I did it or not, even though I always did. But I was just developing this obsessiveness to it. Yep. Weird. Absolutely. And it it was – I heard the door close. You'd get in. We'd go down the driveway. And then you're like, hold on, did I close the door? And I'm like, yeah, I heard it. But I'll just, just go check. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'll be right back. And then I would chuckle because I'm like, I would – I do the same thing with my garage. Like, did I close the garage door? It was the same thing. Yeah. And I would text my neighbor sometimes. I'm like, hey, is my garage door closed? And he's like, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. (laughs) And then my shoulders would drop six inches. (laughs) You know, that's like the smallest thing. But it was was the same thing. And I I was just terrified somebody would take my shovel or whatever. (laughs) You know, like, I I don't know. Don't steal that. (laughs) Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, no one is going to take anything because of the neighborhood. Right. But I'm like, whatever. And it's not, you know, it's not like I live in a gated community. It's just our neighbors are good people. Yeah. But – yeah, it's it's a weird dynamic and a weird thing to work through and figure out. But do you it, think if the American culture a addresses a four day work week, this would go away, or do you think people would just be mentally drained and then have a three day weekend and then be mentally drained after that? No, it would definitely help. Yeah, it would definitely help. Productivity would go up. Everything morale would go up. But then you got to work ten days a week, or ten hours a week, or a day. She's shot. So what? You still get an hour lunch? Sure, but you're still working from six a.m. to six p.m. Do you have to though? Why not? You have to get forty hours a week. Do you? For full time people that aren't salary, yeah. That's the whole debate. Because like people in Europe are just like they're away messages out of the office until November, <laughs> and it's like four months from the date that they send their away message. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, just need mental break. Like what? You own a business. Like, what, you're closed <laughs> four months out of the year? Like, what do you – and they're just like, oh. Like, okay. And then they'll work like six hours when they are open. Like, I don't care. There's – dude, there's some restaurant owners here that do that. Like, certain cafes. If you're a business they, owner, sure. But if you're working for somebody, you can't do that. You mean like corporate America? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Because if, if you're the business owner and you have employees and they're just like, rock on, man. Yeah. But they'll probably go find somewhere else to work. But – or you don't pay them and you just take all their money. I, I don't know how that works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be beneficial. I think it would help people. What do you think about the um, house just removing daylight savings? And now it's just like 2023 is coming and there's just going to be no set your clock back. It helps the Northeast. We gain like an hour and a half worth of daylight. So that's cool. But it's kind of weird. Why? First, it's super weird that Arizona is just like, nah, man, I'm not following this. Like from the start, they're like, I'm not doing this. So they never did it in the first place. Arizona never followed daylight savings time. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that there might be one other state or a state recently started not following it. But yeah, now they're just like, we're good. I'm like. What's the reason for it now? Probably grocery stores <laughs> because we're not all farmers trying to harvest, you know, because that was the original intent yeah. for it. But To give farmers an extra hour or something like that? For their crops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're 
Yeah, it's factory farming. Got rid of daylight savings time, essentially. Is that good for us? Horrible food standards (laughs) led to more daylight. (laughs) And if that doesn't go to show that time is legit man-made, I don't know what else you need. Like, nope, not doing that anymore. (laughs) Like, okay, with your weird wigs sitting in, in a room full of wood. Yeah, like it literally made no <laughs> scientific sense that we did that. They didn't the even talk place. about it anyways either. They're just like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. And it was like a Tuesday. And that was the the national news headline. No longer acknowledging that this is a thing with clocks. It's like, what? <laughs> so anyways, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? what? Wait a minute. It's like, what What does that even mean? What, what do our phones do? Right. How does that update? Like... Is that just in this country? Is that worldwide now? How does that work? Isn't that going to impact, like, trading, import-export, anything? Do, are there any implications? Flight times? Yeah. <laughs> like, what <laughs> well, happens? Well, there'll still be time zones. <laughs> what if they just got rid of time zones completely? <laughs> at 7 o'clock right now everywhere. <laughs> like, it's not 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 8 o'clock right now. <laughs> that would be messed up. But that that makes... Time zones make sense. Time zones make sense. Yeah, but I mean, I, their delivery again, effective communication. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the title of today's episode. <laughs> effective communication. Effective communication. <laughs> like I struggle with it every day. Congress, obviously, the House. Okay, <laughs> whatever. I don't know, man. If somebody else wants an example of us being burned out, we haven't updated the board in like a month. Correct. I don't even think th- we're probably on season four. Just kidding. We this are, next we are year. in season four. <laughs> this is our fourth year doing this. Like our fourth calendar year doing this. Right. We started in 2019 and now we're on 2022. Yeah. So it is season four. Crushed it. Oh my goodness. We haven't updated that in a while then because season four started January 1st. And it's currently Well, March no. I mean, 17th. Wilderness Trail's on there. So is our single barrel. Well, no. I'm saying that the Oh, the number season, itself. Yeah. yeah. Crushing it. Yeah. We're doing really good things. It's fine. It was kind of cool, though, because we were interviewed this past week, two, two weeks ago, ourselves. Yeah, that was different. Was I want more of that. I want to be the center of attention. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting topic. So, <clears throat> Loathe my existence. We're, yeah, really. We're going to be posting it in the future sometime. I want them to be able to get as many views and watches as possible before we come in and we're like, Check this out instead. Like, when are they posting it again? They already posted it. Oh, but it's Patreon only. So they. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So this is a new distillery opening up near uh, Aub- west of Syracuse, right? Auburn, yeah. Yeah. So their new distillery opening up in Auburn. It's called it's called Sellerman's Folly. That's the whole um, distillery name. And if you want more information on that, go check out our interview when we do post it. Uh, but it's a it's a sweet new distillery. They're two young dudes, or it's a three young dudes actually, and they're just crushing it. And they're like, you know what? Right now, we can't open up the distillery and start manufacturing because we're still like fighting with the state and trying to get all of our licenses. And right now, we can experimentally distill, but in order for us to actually distill product, we can only um, do that once we actually have all the licenses and have a place for us to distill and all that stuff. So they're like, in the meantime while we're paying for this lease and we can't even distill in, let's start a Patreon and let's start a podcast to interview people either in the distillery industry itself or Mike and I for some reason because I guess we're two people that should be interviewed. But we were interviewed by them to talk about our podcast and how we incorporated whiskey into our podcast and how we started. And it was basically a story of us how we would normally do a business interview. So it was kind of cool to be on the other side of it, to be asked questions on how we started. And it's funny when you and I go and interview people and they don't know how to be interviewed. They're like, how did you start? And they're like, Oh, last year. And we're like, okay, like more information. Um, I just always wanted to. And we're like, okay, sweet. Like it's prying information. They asked us the first question on how we started. 15 minutes later, we ended the whole discussion. 
we just like kept carrying on the conversation. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but we were excited. Yeah, it was it was funny because we never got asked that before. Like that was our first time being interviewed, which was super sweet. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. We're looking forward to that. So yeah, if you want to go check them out, there we'll leak their we'll link their Patreon down below. Leak. Leak. Bunch yeah, of whistleblowers. We'll <laughs> Uh, we'll link it down below. And if you want to go subscribe to their Patreon, they do like some sweet uh, Patreon tier where they send out um, their whiskey and cocktail classes. So like they'll send out a whiskey and then teach you how to make a cocktail. If you're which is New super York. sweet, yeah, it's an amazing concept. I wish more people would do that. So if you want to do that with them, go to their Patreon. It's down below, and you can sign up for that tier. Uh, if not, and you still want to hear our story, we'll post it maybe in like a month or two uh, once people start kind of trickling away from that and want to hear our episode and they didn't want to do a Patreon. But again, it's like super cheap to just support a small business. So I highly recommend you going there and signing up for their Patreon. It's just going to help another local business and local distillery out in Syracuse to help get started, which is what we're all about. So uh, if you want to hear that though, it'll be on our channel in a couple months. There you go. But it was pretty sweet. It was. I did like it. Yeah, it was a good time. Do you want to talk about the Buffalo Spring or no? Just to round it all out. Yeah, so there's a there's a nomination phase for Buffalo Spree where you can nominate a small business in Western New York for specific categories, and one of which was the best Buffalo-based podcast. So if you want to help support us and nominate us for that, that would be fantastic because then it goes into kind of like a voting bracket, March Madness type thing from there, um, and then you can win an award, which it's not this, you know, massive thing or whatever they just kind of send you a plaque and then you can frame it and then put it up in in your space and then just kind of have uh not necessarily like bragging rights but just a a point of emphasis to elaborate to your customers with and then acknowledge that you were recommended and nominated and voted on by people that support your cause and your business and it would be huge uh, to do that for you guys so it's like service or survey monkey is their website uh it's in the link below However, if you wanted to vote for us, we would greatly appreciate that. It doesn't cost anything. It's not like you're going to get hammered with spam emails or things like that once you're complete with the survey. But just go down the list and shout out your favorite business for whatever category is being asked. There's, It's like eight pages. We're on page four. Yeah, it's an extensive list. Yeah, but just you know, go down the list and, and vote based on what you feel is the best fit for each category. But if you could throw our name in there for the podcast, it'd be huge. Yeah. We appreciate it. Shout out Rachel Glover for sending me the notification that that's even up. I don't yeah. even know that. She sent me a picture and she's like, promote. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't amazing. even know that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, I knew that Buffalo Spree did this, but I don't know what time. I don't even know if they ha- even had a best podcast action. Right. Some virgin won it last year. Just kidding. Oh, my God. Respect. But we're, we would be over the moon to win something like that. So if you have literally five minutes, please take that survey down below. We'll link it. Um, and let's just get your boys fame just kidding just, just help us out please that's all we ask yeah we need we need help a yeah. lot of it clearly <laughs> we're burnt out just yeah. kidding um so what else you got anything else that you want to talk about no we hammered it i gave a bunch of useless facts about burnout so that was good but yeah, that was cool yeah i mean it was you know we're uh we're moving and grooving obviously upcoming interviews and episodes are going to be going live I and mean, we have content through april basically so we're good there and then there's going to be a random business being interviewed that's a part of another business so that is booked in our calendar for april 19th recording oh, date updated? no what which one yeah it's in the calendar already because i know you live by that so it's already in there april 19th yep april 19th so that's in our calendar and we're going to sit down and talk with them and that was uh, supplied by a – that lead was provided by a third party. So someone texted me and said, hey, uh, are you still doing your podcast? To which I said, Ob. Oh, and I didn't even know about this. Yep. And then she uh, she coordinated the whole thing. She's just like, give me a date and a time. And I said, does this work? And she's like, yeah, all set. And I'm just like, perfect. I'm going to mark the calendar. So threw it in there. They reached out to you? She did, yeah. <laughs> Making moves, bud. So people are <laughs> people send us a bunch of different businesses that um, are new and exciting and or have been around, and they're like, hey, do you want to work with them? And the answer is generally always yes, like, of course. So um, now, you know, she just helped coordinate the whole thing. She was talking to who we're going to interview, 
And then she's like, you're all set. And I was like, thanks. It's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Did you tell her in order for us to interview them, you need to vote for us in the Buffalo Spree competition? <laughs> That's right. Every vote counts. We've interviewed so many businesses. If they all just went in and voted for us. We gave them free marketing. They can just help us out. That's what I. That's what I would wish would happen. I mean, I I would love to just say that on social media, but I don't want to call every business that we worked with out. I mean, if we win this, we've earned the nominations and we've earned the votes. Right. So, that's where the self pride. Oh, no, I'm paying for votes. Just oh kidding. <laughs> just kidding. We literally haven't paid for any sponsorship at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got a drone. We got a drone. <sighs> How stoked are you? We got a drone, bro. If I see one more message <laughs> that starts with yo, I'm throwing the drone into the nearest crick. The no, it's it's amazing. It is really exciting. Our content uh again is going to be at another level. Oh yeah. No pun intended. Elevated. So, so we're excited for that, but more content to come. That's all I got to say about that. Derek, you want to take us out? Yeah, none of this more like hour on the dot thing. If we're done, we're done. We're burnt out. <laughs> it's 47 minutes. It's probably 45 once I'm done editing. We're out of here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're, I need more whiskey. We need to get out of here. But, no, seriously, thank you all for dealing with us. Thank you all for all the support that is going to hopefully be coming further as we continue to make enhancements to the podcast and make – each upload matter. We don't want to keep putting out content for you just for the sake of putting content out. We want to put out content that you're actually going to enjoy, that's actually going to be engaging, and that's actually going to warrant you guys sharing it with somebody because you won't share things with somebody if you don't think the production value is good. So we're going to continue enhancing that. Thank you all for your support continuously through this process, through the future when we continue to do all this stuff. And uh, like Mike said in the beginning, Head up Queen City Creative Works for some uh, bottle openers or water bottles or coasters that they have made for us. They would greatly appreciate it as well as us. And everybody could use a bottle opener, a water bottle, and a coaster. Like, we didn't choose something that no one would want. Like, these are common household things. Go pick it up. We have our single barrel again with Clonacilty available at Eddie's, so go check that out. It's on our stand, which, I'm not going to lie, looks pretty sexy on that stand. I'm not, like, it just looks great. For show. Hell yeah. And I put my blood, sweat, and tears into putting these labels on, which are so beautiful. Thank you, Designer Sarcasm. I hate you, but I also love you at the same time. Um, but yeah, that's and the podcast. And nice job to the label company. Oh yeah. Yeah, they crushed it. Blue label packaging or blue packaging label or something like that. Blue, of, blue label packaging. Out of Pennsylvania. That's right. They killed it. Yeah. They did a really good job. All right. Thank you, everybody. If you're going to be drinking anything in the next week until you hear from us again, please remember to always drink responsibly, be a good person. And Michael, do not let her. We're out. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details